In the hell do you think you are? We know each other. He's a friend from work. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. Robert better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. You're unbearably naive. Well, I was born yesterday. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. Does 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 anyone want to talk movies? Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. That's why we're here. Episode 17 of the Culture Cult Podcast. We are. Back, large, and in charge, Drake Shrimpsdorf, how are you today? Episode 17, some would say that's the Ryan Tannehill episode. Well, I didn't, I actually didn't come in with uh, a proper list of number 17s today, so I'm not even going to try. So we'll stick with Ryan Tannehill, the uh, future starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill. I'll not slander against Marcus. Ryan Tannehill. So, uh, how are you, Drake? I'm doing okay. Um, Weather's getting better, and... It's been two nice days outside. You want to do a podcast. Yeah, we are you, we, we are the problem with America. The weather is beautiful here in Central Missouri. The weather is southeast. We're we're mostly like we're mostly like just like the east. Like we're not southeast. I hate when they call it the southeast. Southeast would be the boot heel, which spoiler alert, we're not in. So I would say eastern side of Missouri, it's uh, sixty degrees, sunny, uh, not a lot of clouds. I just I barbecued some steaks before this, and me and my I fiance partake. Pretty good. I can cook. We, well, we can go outside and do this podcast. I can cook. We can take everything with us. It's impossible. We could do like a you could do like a solo show. You could take your little blue snow snowball and do it outside. That'd be wonderful. But uh, this whole setup is not going outside. Yeah. Plus, there'd probably be a lot of breezes. Uh, if you do, if you do it outside, who cares? You want to hear the nature? You want to hear the uh, the birds chirping? We can the, open this window here. Is that open? It could be. I don't know. Should I take a peek? Nah, okay. probably not. Don't feel like I, I one. I don't feel like getting up. This chair. No, is, me. I'm saying I could. I don't want you to break something. I'm not gonna break anything. When have I ever broken anything? Exactly. No, I mean, I I was thinking of all the. I was going through a rolodex of rude things I could say in my head, and then I ended up just not saying anything. Well, that's new. Exactly. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's what my uh, my mother always told me. So, I'm trying to practice that. It's a new thing for me. New year, new me. It's March. It's almost April. Is it the Chinese New Year? be honest with you. The year of the savage. I don't care how dumb this makes me look. I don't know when the... Ooh, a little bubble in my throat. I don't know when the Chinese New Year starts. Me either. Should I ask Siri? If I wasn't with Trinity, and I told her this, if I wasn't with Trinity, I'd be shooting for an Asian chick. (laughs) That's... Why? Why? Have you seen them? Yeah. Pretty hot. They have they got a roster, all right. And now, I will say they all have the same bookmarks. You know, you know an Asian when you see one. You know what I mean. But you also know the cream of the crop when you see one. January twenty fifth. That is the Chinese New Year. Okay. We were at a local hibachi place, which, by the way, I'm over hibachi places. I speak for all Americans when I say I'm over hibachi places. Like, there's enough of them, and I've ate at them enough to where. I'm done with hibachi places. Would you say the same about Mexican restaurants? Because I don't think you ever have too many Mexican restaurants. No, I would not. I wouldn't. Because you go to a Mexican restaurant, there's like, you know, 20 different things. You go to a hibachi place. If you don't eat sushi, I don't eat sushi. 
I get the same thing every time. Which is? I mix it up, actually. I'll get Sometimes I'll get the filet and chicken, right? Medium rare. Don't be a pussy. And then I get no vegetables, double rice. Because I don't like mushrooms. I don't like zucchini. Just give me double rice. A lot of times I don't finish all the rice. I take it home. Or I'm a big fan of Shogun. You don't got to say names. I'm just saying there's like four here. No one, I mean, who cares? We have, we have literally, we like have like 1% listeners in Ukraine. They have no idea where we're at. Hello, okay? Ukrainians. So just don't. Let's not say names, but in general, we have like four hibachi places in town. They all do the same thing. Or now what I'm on is I get the filet mignon, still medium rare because I'm not a pussy, and the shrimp. I love shrimp. I don't. Not a shrimp guy. Do you like seafood in general? Fish. What kind of fish? Don't like lobster. Don't like crabs. Don't like crab legs. Don't like... This makes so much more sense now as to why you're just an overall piece of shit. Because I don't like seafood? Yeah. For the most part? Seafood's incredible. Now, I will say sometimes crab is like too much work for a little, little meat or whatever. You could have that argument. But like a lobster tail dipped in butter is the best thing ever. And then shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi. I used to work at... My first job was red lobster. My shrimp scampi second job was red lobster. Smelled. Oh, so bad. It smells so good. That's it's... Like so bad. when I smell it, my mouth gets like a little what kind of I'm, I'm smelling it, and then my dick immediately rises to the top. <laughs> like my dick fills the blood, and my mouth fills okay, with saliva. Okay. When you were working at uh, Red Lobster, I was a busboy. Did they let you take home extra cheddar biscuits? They didn't let us. I mean, I don't know. I never asked to take them home, but like they told me they were like, "Hey, I would always like grab make, some. Yeah. I would always like grab some while I was yeah. working, just like carb load to while to, you were working. I, yeah, I never did that one. Yeah, you just they pull them out, and I'd be like. Just grab one, eat it, and then go get some more dirty plates. So you didn't have to take a lunch or a dinner or anything because you were eating on the clock. I mean, there were times where, like, if they made something wrong, they'd put it in, like, you know, late at night and just give it to your boy, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot if of they, shrimp scampi. Or if they, well, you know, you don't mess up shrimp scampi. You order shrimp scampi, <laughs> they, they put the shrimp in the fucking scampi <laughs> sauce or they do with it. That would have Michael's job. Whatever it is, it's phenomenal. Shrimp scampi is Shout out Uncle Michael. the best. It might be my favorite seafood thing. R.I.P. My grandmother, she loves shrimp scampi. So uh, say a bad word about shrimp scampi, I'll beat your ass. I'll, t- I'll take it as an offense to my grandmother. How do you feel about shrimp scampi? It's all right. All right, cool. That's what I thought. Anyways. Yeah. Speaking so, of shrimp scampi. Well, you know, we, he came in and, and Drake called me while I was at work, by the way, working. Um, I, I misread his uh, lunchtime. Called him at 1248. He's like, what do, you, what do you want? I'm at work. And I said, well. I in between breaks, on, by the way, I had like on break. I was on my break. I had, I had a minute and thir- well, I mean, I'm in between breaks in terms of songs. I had like a minute thirty before the next song started, and I was like, "What do you want? What do you want? I got to talk into this next song. What I do you s- want?" I said, "I got an idea for the podcast." He said, "Okay, say it." Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, "What is it?" He said, "Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't really have an idea for it. I thought maybe something like this." And we've talked about it. you're a ranking guy. You like ranking things. So the book end of this, or the ass end of this podcast, will be Drake's idea, which was what is that? Uh, it's a little bobby pin. I thought it was a bug that fell or something. I got nervous. No, I like to stab myself sometimes. Like this. Okay, I don't want to watch that. You pick yourself. That's not okay. And one, you don't do that. And two, don't say you do that. It's offensive to everyone else who might have had someone who suffered through mental illness who cut themselves. So why would you even say that? Now, moving forward, Drake called me and said, and he's a big ranking guy. What are you going to say? I was going to say Drake Fremsworth does not approve of cutting yourself or anything okay, like that. Okay, well, you made so it sound like it's a joke, you know? I'll see. Anyways. Drake's idea, which will be the end of this podcast, which is ranking the top 10 Adam Sandler movies, which sounds like a good exercise. Everybody's got an opinion. But at the end of the day, it is a painstaking exercise because, the, I mean, 
like the 10th one, I was like, it's all right. It's all right. I don't watch it. Even the ninth one, I was like, it's all right. You know what I mean? He has like yeah. f- he has like three really good ones and then like six good ones. For me, he has nine really good ones. Yikes. Yeah. That's a yikes moment. Okay, and we'll get into it later. Right now, we're going to go back to an old format, which is we're going to kick around a little bit of news. Drake, give him the headline of our first news story. Former wife of Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, is in talks for... Angelina Jolie. Okay. Is in talks for uh, a phase four. So that would be after Spider-Man Far From Home, I guess. Uh, phase four movie called Endgame, Eternals. dummy. That's when... No. Yeah. The phase four starts after Endgame. So Spider-Man Far From Home is the start of phase four. Yes. Wow. From everything I've understood. Yeah, Angelina Jolie is in talks to star. It sounds like she's kind of close to a deal with a movie called The Eternals. I don't know much about The Eternals. Did you read about them? In your comic books as a young man. You know, man. don't have many of them. I kind of have a just idea. I'm not going to pretend like I know the origin story or what, but I've, I've read crossovers with them before. Um, Does that have to do with the X-Men at all? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. The Immortal Men uh, was a very good comic book by DC, which was out last year during the Dark Knight's Metal. That was incredible. Hey, DC, can we bring back the Immortal Men? It had like six, six, uh, uh, six or seven books and it was like the best thing you had going on so like you know i know we're talking about marvel and angelina jolie but you should really bring back the immortal men i know you're listening so bring back the immortal men i'm very upset about that not that i've bought comic books in the last three months in general because poor but if we could bring those back that'd be great speaking of bringing them back will you scroll back up to the top no i'm trying to see real quick what you're saying here okay uh yeah hold on nothing Phase 4 of the MCU is already taking shape. We've known for some time that Spider-Man Far From Home will usher in the new wave. Thank you. I was right. Good job. Thank you. Uh, you go all the way what do you want? Up. What she are you burping looks, into she, the mic? I apologize. She's not ugly. She looks so good in that picture. She looks good in every picture. Her lips are obviously fake, but she looks good in every picture. Really. Seriously. She's one of the most beautiful women of all time. That is her face. not true. Yeah. She might be top 55. No, she's one of the top 20 prettiest women of all time. No. Easy. I think I think you disrespect Angelina Jolie. Maybe if I saw her in person, I, I would. So, Angelina, if you're listening. She's not. Okay. And even so, she doesn't even like you because you called her ugly. So I didn't call her ugly. I just said she's... I never... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to look at Angelina Jolie. And you're going to tell me you're she's talking about ugly. Laura Croft. You're going to tell me she's ugly. Yeah, Laura Croft. Like, when I was a kid, I saw Tomb Raider. I was like... Uh, and, like, at that moment, I didn't care about sports or anything else ever again. I was just like, I'm trying to get laid now. That was for the And how old were you then? Five. When did when did that come? Ninety eight. That's a, that's about when I was like you know I'm trying to get laid. It was about five, yeah for sure. I'll tell you what I don't like her tattoos though. Like I'm out on the tattoos. I've told people I don't like women covered in tattoos, and she has that one on her back that she got like like a tribal for, thing. I think it's pretty cool. Especially uh, it, for it can be cool, uh, but it can also be ugly on a girl. I think it's kind of hot. I mean, you're into that. That's fine. I'm, well, I'm not. I don't want like you said. You don't want them covered in tattoos, but. That her whole back is covered. I think it works for her. I guess. I don't think so. Which brings me to my next point. What this is. And we talked a little about this pre-show, and I think you're crazy. To me, this would be the biggest star the MCU had ever landed. The most recognizable name. The most um, household-recognized name that the MCU has ever had would be Angelina Jolie. She's been a blockbuster-type movie star since the early 90s. Like, she would be the biggest get. And you said no. And you said Robert Downey Jr. 
which to me is a bad one because, yes, he was a big star, but he was also untouchable before Iron Man. Without Iron Man, he still would not have a career. He was very untouchable. A lot of things that we don't have to get into in his personal life, whatever, so on and so forth, right? There's really no one that is as big a star as Angelina Jolie that's been in an MCU movie. You could say Idris Elba, but he's not I'll say that a main character. Coming in, yeah. I would agree. Yeah, like coming in. Coming into it. Like yeah. now, Robert Downey Jr., I feel like, is a bigger star than Angelina Jolie. I would say no. Go buy Instagram followers. Go by, go look at Instagram. That's always a good... I'm seriously... Instagram and Twitter is a really good barometer in terms of you know how popular or how household you know a name is in today's culture. So I would say Instagram and Twitter are really good. How many does she have? Angelina Jolie. She doesn't even have. Oh, tough. I bet her. I bet. I bet her fan accounts have like ten million followers. Her fan accounts. But Robert Downey Jr. has fifty-five million. On Instagram. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot. I wish she had one so we could. Does she have a Twitter? I wish she had like a. I wish she had like an account that you could. But if her fan account has ten million, you would say she's probably in the ballpark of fifty million if she had her own account. Plus, she's a girl, which would boost her in the in the first place. Because guys are on there trying to masturbate. So, at the end of the day. I think going in by far the biggest star they'd ever have coming into a movie. That's nuts. Do I want her in an MCU movie is a whole other question. Um, fuck no. Mm. I don't think she fits the bill at all. I could be wrong. But once again, Marvel's Robert makes a bubbling star who, who is not the biggest star yet and, and, and sort of elevates them. Chris Evans. Chris Evans, Brie Larson, Chris Pratt. Just go on and go Paul on Rudd. and go on. Paul Rudd. You know, he he was a bigger star than a lot of those people coming in. Angelina Jolie just doesn't. If she's the main now, if she's like a a villain in one, I don't know. We don't know that the obviously this is very early developments. We don't know what her character is, so on and so forth. Whatever. I just don't know that I buy it. But then again, we have little to no information to go on. So hopefully, it depends it works on out. who she plays, what her character is. Yeah, I could see her if she's like a side character or a villain. I think that would be. I think she'd be cool as a villain. Yeah, and sexy as a villain. For sure. I disagree. <laughs> the fact that you don't think she's hot is I'm incredible. Alright. Moving on. Christopher Evans. Christopher Evans. But more importantly, Avengers Endgame. Did you see those posters that came out yesterday? Yeah. Did you like those? Yeah. I dug them a lot. We learned the fate of a couple people which we knew already. Like Shuri, for example. Valkyrie. We knew Shuri died because in the first Avengers trailer, her picture shows up with Peter Parker's on but the so computer do, well, screen. But so does Scott Lang's. Yeah, but he's in the quantum realm. Okay, spoiler alert. So they didn't know that he wasn't around. They, they thought he faded away. He's in the quantum realm. He gets out. Hashtag, that's how they win. So, moving forward, I knew Valkyrie survived because they kind of shit the bed. Like, it's one of those things where they make these movies so close together that, you know, Avengers Endgame was probably being shot before Thor Ragnarok was done being shot. They just knew that at the end they left Asgard in a ship, right? And then at some point they probably said, hey, Taika Waititi, we should show Valkyrie, you know, leaving in a different ship. And they're like, well, the movie's already done. We can't do that. Take too much time and push her, whatever. You know, it was not going to work. So then when, when, when Avengers Endgame opens up and that ship's been decimated, everyone's like, well, what happened to Valkyrie? We loved her. And then they had to come out and go, oh, she got in a different ship, right? So we already knew that Valkyrie survived. The people who realized that she didn't die because of those posters are what I call, uh, like, not even real fans. Well, I'm sorry. Like, they told us, but they told us yes. that she got out and survived. They literally said she survived 
But you're saying the snap, I guess? Yes, I'm saying. Yeah, but they would have shown her. If they're not going to show her on screen, they're not going to snap her off screen, if that makes any sense. So, to me, whatever, you know. Be smarter, right? Um, I also think Christian, I think it was Christian Harloff maybe, made a great point on on the Collider Live podcast, which if you don't listen to, you should listen to. And he was saying that everyone that's ever been in an MCU movie, maybe not, I mean, obviously not, um, I'm not blanking. Obviously not Mark Edward Norton, mm. but but most of the people that have been in an MCU movie come leading up to this series finale will be in this movie. Yeah, so I'm very excited to see that. But I guess this leads us to Chris Evans, which is he's he's I guess he joked about uh, Captain America dying in Endgame. Um, I don't care about finding the quote. I guess I, don't, I can I can maybe he's. Uh, yeah, whatever. He made a joke about it. If you can find it, you don't feel like finding it, whatever. I, 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 this leads me to the next question. Who dies? Who do you think dies? Do you want to see anyone die? Do you think it's important to see them die? Or should they just be able to pass pass on the the baton just saying, I'm done? Or do they need to die? Because you're coming from a standpoint of a pure cinematic standpoint, whereas I have a a history of reading comic books where these sort of things happen all the time throughout the years. Uh, and I've seen it done both ways and I can tell you what's way more effective in a comic book, which would lead me to believe that it's way more effective on screen. For sure. I believe that cap is gone, but, that- but before we do that, is it important to see them die or is it, or can you, can they hand off the baton and just say, take, t- take the, you know, take, t- you know, take, know take the mantle hinting at, I would be fine with that. It just has to be done the right way. But what do you think is more effective? Having them die and then not... Let's say, for example, if Cap dies and he hands off the Captain America uh, facade to the Winter Soldier, to Bucky. He's not the Winter Soldier. He's Bucky Barnes. Well, he is also the Winter Soldier. He was the Winter Soldier. Well, he got an alarm. He was the Winter Soldier. Okay, well, he hands off to Bucky. I'd be fine with that. But if it's like... uh, if Iron Man says, hey, Shuri, want to be Iron Woman? I wouldn't. And it's not because I don't want to see an Iron Woman. I'm just saying it has to be the right relationship because that would pay off because they've had a history for like the, six movies now. Okay, here's what I want you to say. They have to die. I have to see them die. I have to see them physically die. I have to see them take their last breath. Please it's, don't say that. It's the most effective way, especially in comic book storytelling, because not only is a sad moment for the audience... And for the person like Bucky Barnes who's taken over, but it is a launching pad for Bucky Barnes. It is the sole reason why he decides to take on the role of Captain America, to carry on the legacy of Steve Rogers, but make it his own. If it's just a passing of the baton, he can always go back to Steve and go, eh, what should I do here? What am I doing? No, that's what I'm You need them to die. You need to see them I die. I thought you were saying, do you want to see them die and Captain America just never have Captain America? Well, again? I said it three times and you just weren't listening. What I was saying was, I didn't understand. What's a more effective way of doing it? Handing off kill the them. baton, you kill them. Slice their throat. Like, I want to see some violence. Oh, well, I don't want to slice them, but I want to see them die. And so then it comes to who dies. Who dies? I don't think Iron Man dies. Uh, but if he does die, I could see him coming back in some sort of like Ultron kind of role where like his voice talks to whoever is who. And I could see him sticking around. I don't think Iron Man dies though. Um, there's really no clear person to take over that sort of role besides maybe Doctor Strange. But even then, Iron Man doesn't have to die for Doctor Strange to be, you know, the, the smart ass of the group. 
Cap has to go. I, I want to see Bucky Barnes, and, and I, I, I want to see his his winter sol- or I want to see his Captain America. The person on, and I want to get your opinion if you think he's going to die or not. But the one I'm on the fence about if he's going to die or not, and I really want him to stay, but he's been there since the beginning is Thor. I would really like to see another Thor movie. I don't want to see Chris Hemsworth is a little bit. I think he's the same age as Chris yeah. Evans, maybe a little bit younger. But there's been there's been different Thors. You know, there's been there's been female Thors in comic books. There's been uh, plenty of Thors. Uh, you know, if he if he were to die, which I think it's a fifty fifty. I don't think anyone's calling for him to die. I don't think it would make you know. But then again, I don't, I don't think he has to die for Captain Marvel to take that baton. Captain oh, no, Captain no, Marvel no. would take the baton of. There's just certain people that have to die, mm-hmm. like Steve Rogers, for Bucky Barnes to have that launching pad to be the Captain America that he would need to be to pull off the comic book version of, of Bucky Barnes as Captain America would need to see Steve Rogers die. Captain Marvel and Thor are the same character in a way in that group. So he doesn't have to die for her to to be who she already is. She's yeah. been Captain Marvel before he was Thor in this universe. So, no. I don't think Thor dies. And not. then the other one being, you know... so. T'Challa would take the role of Captain America, you know, even though I mean the role in the group. He would yeah, be yeah. he would be like the leader. Bucky Barnes would be Captain America, but T'Challa would be the the de facto Captain America in terms of his role inside the group. Yeah. Right? So no one has to die for T'Challa to take that role, but for for Bucky Barnes to be Captain America, Captain America has to die. Iron Man, that person to me is Doctor Strange. They've spent a plenty amount of screen time together. They play off each other the same way. They're basically the same personality. Once again, Doctor Strange is who Doctor Strange is. Iron Man does not have to die. Do I think he dies? Yes. 100%. I think Iron Man dies, but I think he lives on. I think his voice lives on somehow. Whether it's flashbacks, talking to Peter Parker, whatever. I think he lives on. And not physically, but he's there mentally, and his voice will be there. And so those are the two people I think definitely die. Cap and, and Iron Man. They have to go. And then... um. The wild card here is to me is Hulk. The wild card, the wild card is is Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. He he hasn't been given much to do, and if you're not gonna make the movie, kill him. <laughs> if I had to put money on it, I I would say Hulk goes. He yeah. he dies. So I'm excited for it, man. I've never been more excited for a movie than the only movie I can think of being more excited for when it came out was Star Wars Episode Seven. I was very excited for that. I'm a big Star Wars fan, and and I and I had never seen one. I was never old enough to know I was seeing one in, in the. I mean, I saw Phantom Menace, but that's neither here nor there. And I saw the other ones too in theaters with my dad. But to be able to go drive myself and, and see that movie, yeah, I was very very excited for that. I remember there's certain movies in time that I was excited for different reasons, whether it be uh, like Mud with with Matthew McConaughey. He was doing big things then, and I'm a big fan of his. So of course I was. I was looking forward to that and any of the movies. Like I was very excited for Captain Marvel, very excited for, you know, you name it when it comes to a Marvel movie, very excited for all the DC movies, very excited for all the Star Wars movies. But I've never I'm very excited for Shazam. I can't wait to see Shazam. I'm very excited for Aquaman. I just I've never been more excited. Aquaman. I was very excited for it. Yeah. Aquaman. Yeah, very excited for it. And then it, you know, but I've never been more excited. Creed two, very excited for it. I've never been more excited. So excited you didn't even go see. Well, it was it was in and out of here pretty fast in in Cape. And um, but I saw it on 
uh, on, on 4K, and I'll tell you what, it's it's a top three of last year. It's Better than the first one? It's cl- mm-hmm. For me, it's close. But I, I think s- it's close. Very close. I think it's close. I think I'd say, yeah, because I cried three times watching Creed 2. But that's nor- neither here nor there. But the, the 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 end of the story is that I've never, ever, and I've mean, never been more excited for a movie than Avengers Endgame. Never, ever, ever in my life. And I don't know if, I, if it could ever be a, a movie that will top it. Because we've spent over a decade getting here. It's a big series finale. And we're all, like, at the end of the day, everything we just said, we could just be dogs chasing our tail. Like, we could literally be so wrong. And uh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to be mindfucked. So. I'm not. Why? Because. Why are you such a pussy? Because, it's, it, like you said, it's the most excited you've ever been for a movie. And once you see it, you never get to see it for the first time again. What are you fucking, what does that mean? It means nothing. Those are words that made a sentence but didn't say shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know how awesome it would be to go, but what's your favorite movie of all time? If you had Christmas Vacation. I saw you it in theaters. You know how awesome it would be? If you went and saw that, like somebody erased your memory, and you went and saw that again for the first time. I guess I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Cause I liked, I liked, I I remember liking Infinity War, and then I went back and saw it again in theaters. And I was like, oh, I like it more. A good movie, you can see it multiple times and find things you like more. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All right, let's just move on. You're an idiot. I'm not that dumb. Not. Yeah, not that smart either. <laughs> so we're going. This is Drake's idea. You're top. an idiot. Yeah? Yeah. All right. You think so? Continue. I could beat your ass. Dude, I would beat your ass in a fight. No, you I can't wouldn't. Believe this is a, I can't believe this uh, is a bit. I uh, can't believe uh, it's even... Uh, no, you wouldn't. I literally... Okay. Not this weekend, next weekend. BYOBG, bring your own boxing gloves, and we're fucking fighting, dude. No. See, I'm ready for it. I'm so ready for it. I would beat your ass. And I would... Gladly. Deanna even told me, please don't beat up Drake. Your mother's worried for you. Because she knows I, I would hurt you. Well, she doesn't know much. Oh, wow. Shots. Uh, well, Deanna, I think you know a lot. Speaking of, real quick, give her a shout out a little bit, okay? What's the last movie you watched? Triple Frontier. I saw Triple Frontier as well. What did you think of Triple Frontier? Slightly above average. Could have been really? a lot better. I think it slows down in the last 30 down. minutes. But and, and for the first hour and a half, it is one of the best movies I've seen in the last agreed. three or four years. It not, is so not, intense. Not agreed with that I'm sorry, action movie-wise. Okay. So intense. The story was incredible. The Ben Affleck character is one of my favorite characters I've seen in a long time in an action movie. Cause I don't every, like the choices he made. I don't like the the decisions they went with. Because it... I mean, no spoiler alert, but... It led to... It led something. to it. Right. But obviously, he's... I mean, he's being pushed in certain directions because he's going through a divorce he's low on his money he's all this you get from the trailer by the way so I'm not ruining anything his daughter you know doesn't like him because he's down in the dumps and you know I'm saying he's, he's you know all these guys are living the life that a lot of servicemen do they come home and they don't have the money that they, sh- they should have from you know for fighting for the country so mm-hmm. the decision he makes is warranted in that sense he is trying to do something that would set his family up and get his life back on track for the rest of his life and so, yeah, do the every I know it leads to uh, I teared up. It was like, whoa, holy shit, didn't see that coming. And so, but no, yeah, but a, a, after that moment, it kind of slows down. But no, I really, I, I would say I'd give it a solid uh, B plus. I give it a solid B plus. I'd watch it again. Give it a B minus. I would have watched it in the theaters and enjoyed it. That's how good it was mm-hmm. for a Netflix movie. Which leads me to another Netflix movie I saw. 
The Dirt. Did you see The Dirt? Mm-hmm. Motley Crue. I know this is a, how do I say, unpopular opinion. My favorite rock band of all time. They're my favorite rock band of all time for a multitude of reasons, right? And I can give you them right now. Some of the best rock songs, in my opinion, Dr. Feelgood, Knock em Dead Kid, the list goes on and on. Bank, girls, 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 Smoking in the Boys Room, bangers. They made bangers. Loved them, right? Then I remember I saw the movie Money Talks. You ever seen the movie Money Talks? With? Chris Tucker, Charlie Sheen? No. You should see it. Heard. Guess who's also in it? Charlie Sheen's marrying Heather Locklear. The first time I saw Heather Locklear, I was like, oh my God, that's the hottest woman I've ever seen in my life. I want to have sex with her. That's that- how I felt about Elizabeth Hurley in Bedazzled. She played the devil. Elizabeth Hurley also is in Gossip Girl. The only reason I know it is because Trinity watches Gossip Girl all the time, and she plays this like hot older lady, and I'm like, oh my God, she's so fucking hot. Have you seen Bedazzled? No, dude. No. No. Super big guilty pleasure of mine. Brendan Fraser. Well, there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. You either like it or you don't. I hate that saying. Guilty pleasure meaning the movie is generally considered bad, but you really enjoy it. So. No, that just means you like it. Despite other people not liking it. That's called being a human. Guilty pleasure. Like a, a, guilty pleasure a bar in, of chocolate. A guilty pleasure in, insinuates that you know that the movie's bad, but you like it anyway. Yeah, you know maybe too much chocolate is bad, but you like it anyway. No. You either like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the dirt. Tommy Lee Jones married. Bedazzled. Tommy Lee Jones was married to Heather Locklear. So all these things sort of come together. But 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 the dirt is. Wait now? No, he was married to her. Wow. Yeah. Still. Wow. He's a good looking dude back in the day. Okay. With a massive hog. You ever seen him drive the steering wheel with his cock in the sex tape can, with Pamela Anderson? We, can we not? Bro, he talk drove about this? a steering wheel with his dude, rock sh- hard cock. Okay. Can we not talk about these things? Why? On we're not on air. This is a podcast. Yeah, I have family that listens to this. Um, they've probably seen Tommy Lee Jones drive a car with his <laughs> rock hard cock. I'm not telling you anything they don't know already. Oh my god. This Carl's is, loving this. this Who else is, is no? This, this is going to be talked about it. Fucking Christmas. We'll be like, yeah, Justin's right. I definitely saw Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> drive a car with his rock hard cock. All right, enough with the with okay. the uh, with the what? RHC rock hard cock. All right, so. Anyways, the story that the dirt was telling the book. I've read like half the book. I never finished the book, but the book's incredible. It's all just a, it's just debauchery. Like they were pure debauchery, and the story that the dirt is telling is way more compelling than Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Mm-hmm. But it's so so much, and you have to compare the two because they came out in the last you know year or whatever. Bohemian Rhapsody was a better put together movie, undoubtedly a much better put together movie, a much watchable movie. But the story that the dirt told was way more compelling, which leads you to this like mindfuck, which is like, why did you let Jeff Tremaine direct this fucking movie? Is the question. The guy who made Jackass. Why is Jeff mm. Tremaine directing this fucking movie? It made me so mad. And by the end of it, yes, it's a good, it has a good ending. The story it tells is phenomenal, but it, it's uh, it's a solid like B minus C plus for me. Yeah. And and I wish it would have been better because, like I said, Motley Crue is my favorite rock band of all time, and and I wish it could have been better because at least it told the story of every bandmate. Like my problem was with Bohemian Rhapsody was it was just Freddie Mercury and the greatest hits of Queen. It wasn't a whole lot of uh, storytelling. But this movie tried to tell the story, and it told the story of every every like Vince Neil, Mick Mars, Nikki Six. They all got they all got their Tommy Lee Jones. They all got their like story told, but it was so poorly put together at times. It's like fuck me, man. Speaking of books. Which I'm a big book guy. You started with books. I bought my first book in probably like eight Ever, years probably. yesterday. Oh, eight years. Wow. Yeah, 
probably since the last Percy Jackson one came out. <laughs> Those are some solid books back back in the day. Only thing I know about Percy Jackson is the first time I saw Alexander Daddario, and I was like, "Those are some tits." Again, have you ever seen Tommy Lee Jones drive a car with his rock? <laughs> oh my cock? god, dude! <laughs> All right, I bought a book yesterday. I'm gonna Google Tommy Lee Jones's cock, and I'm gonna get your first impressions of his dick when you see it. Okay, no. I'm gonna talk talk about the book. I Go bought. ahead. I bought a book by Bobby Hall yesterday called Supermarket. Bobby Hall? Yes. Never heard of him. Stage name, Logic. Oh. Yeah. It was 20% off on all the books there for some reason. I got it for like $14. And then I got a free pawn. Free pawn. I'm going to start using that. A free pawn. Got a coupon for buy one cookie, get two free. And the guy said, you can use that today if you want. It expires on the 30th. And I was like, hey. Wait, hold on. Nah, not gonna Did I call it. him Tommy Lee Jones? You continuously call them Tommy Why? Lee Jones. Why? You continuously call them. I just realized that. Continuously. Sorry, Tommy Lee. Sorry. Two totally different people. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones never drove a car with his rock car cock. Tommy Lee drove his car with a rock car cock, and it was a Pamela Anderson. Why did you stop me? Because We're talking about movies and but funny, I was funny saying, enough, I talked about Men in Black today. That's why he, it's in my head. I, I said was, he was married to Tommy Lee, or she was married to Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> no, dude, Wait, that's a big difference. That's yeah, a big age difference. No, sorry, Tommy Lee, the drummer of fucking yes, Molly Crew, Molly Crew. But I will say that the reason why I said that, and I will back myself up because everyone's laughing at me right now, is I work at a radio station. You see Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I work at a radio station. That's a massive dick. I work at a radio station. And no, okay, no, hold on, wait a minute. No, wait. No, I'm going to find the one where he's driving the car. Uh, please, can we not? And I'm not so, going to look. I'm not going to look at other... You're looking. No. Anyway, so I, I work at a radio station, and we do a giveaway, and it's like, who, who sings the song? And I picked Men in Black by Will Smith. So the, and, and the guy came in and got the prize and was like, I want to meet the DJ. And I'm like, why? This guy want to meet me. So I go to the front or whatever, and he's like, and I'm like, yeah, so hey, how's it going? And I'm like, how good of a movie is Men in Black, by the way? He's like, it's incredible. We start talking about Tommy Lee Jones. So that's why I said Tommy Lee Jones. But, um, but yeah. Oh, baby, you. You got what I need. I don't know if I can find the one where he's driving the car, but I think I got Pamela Anderson blowing him. But you so. say he's just a friend. <laughs> What's the matter, dude? But you say he's just I think a I have friend. Tommy Lee getting blown oh, by Pamela Anderson. Oh, baby, you. God, so I'm showing Drake the video of Tommy Lee Jones getting blown by Pamela Anderson. Just get, just Tommy Lee. Just first impressions of this guy's piece. Like, that is huge. It's not small. Like it's not even in the whole frame. <sighs> I'm not. I'm not entertaining this. I'm gonna get on my phone and see. Oh, this is where he's driving the car right here. Oh well. Look at that thing. Look at this thing. Speaking of looking at things, look at this. Adam thing. Sandler. Look at this thing real quick. Just look at it. F- f- first impression of this thing. What the fuck? First impression of that. One word. One word response of that thing. Then can we move on? Yeah. One. One word. Impression on Tommy Lee, not Tommy Lee Jones. Stout. Stout. <laughs> I would go. I would go. Uh, full. <laughs> What a fool. Like, a yeah, I don't know how much meat you could fit between a, you know, a skin like that. I don't know. But yeah, Tommy Lee, the drummer of Motley Crue. Not Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> that's probably my favorite fudge up of the entire... I'm not cutting that out either. No, that's... But no, I'm sorry. That's hilarious. And I googled like Tommy Lee Jones dig. And I was like, that's not right. <laughs> like in my head, once I hit send, I was like, that ain't right. But it was all because I picked them. People on Google are like, why is this guy searching Tommy Lee Yeah, Jones? yeah. And why is this guy oh. searching dicks anyway? But yeah, so that's... um. 
But yeah, I have a reason why I said that was because the Men in Black song today that I played on the radio. So that's on me, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, you were never married to Heather Locklear because you're ugly. Tommy Lee, the drummer from Motley Crue, was married to Pamela Anderson. And he drove a car with his rock hard cock. So moving oh forward, God. we're going to, and that will be the name of this episode, episode 17, Culture Cult Rock Hard Cocks. The. No, it will not. <laughs> We're going to rank Adam Sandler's top 10 best movies. And I alluded to earlier, Drake, this is a painstaking experience. You said how many Adam Sandler movies are good? Nine. Yeah, good. Like you would give like a, what, what are we saying good? Like a B plus? B. No. B plus? No. Then I would say six. There are. I would say six. There are four movies that get A pluses from me. Another movie that gets an A. Two that get B pluses. And then we get the three C's. Like, it drops to three Cs. All right, let's go from 10 to 6, then 4 to 2. Who wants to go first? One. I'll go first. Okay, 10 to 6. Okay, 10, I have Funny People. Oh, okay. I like that movie. It's oh a good, my God. It's a good movie. Oh, my God. Number 9, 50 First Dates. Way too low. Number 8, Click. Really enjoy Click. Okay. 7, and this is where... Because I, I showed this list to some people at work today, and they were not happy it was this low. But... Number seven is Billy Madison. This just shows how fucking stupid you are. Number <laughs> number six is The Wedding Singer, and that's my ten through six. You have thoughts about uh, Billy Madison being... Just fuck off. I don't even want to fucking... I don't even want to fucking talk about it. That's one of the A's. That's one of the it's absolute my A's. my opinion, I'm saying... You're an idiot. It just doesn't hit like the other What does do? it fucking hit? What does it hit about Billy Madison? It's fucking hilarious. Today, Junior. Okay, so the one joke doesn't hit. First off, that's fucking hilarious. No, it is. The whole the whole running thing of like a Doyle rules and they die by the banana peel, it's fucking hilarious. You're a, fuck, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. All right, 10 to 6. Number 10 is click. That's one of those C's that I gave you. It's a C. It's not fucking good, like but it. it fucking makes the list because there's only like eight good ones. Nine is Mr. Deeds. Once again, that's a C. It doesn't fucking, you know, I watch it now. I watched it as a kid. thought it was funny. Now it's not even that good. Number number eight, The Wedding Singer. That's your C. It's not a good movie. I don't know why everyone loves it. It's not great. It's a great movie. It's not great. It's decent. It's halfway decent. Number seven one of the most underrated Adam Sandler movies of all time, Eight Crazy Nights. Fucking hilarious. Literally just missed out of 11 for me. The fact that, whatever. It's funny a, funny people it. and whatever. Number six, The Longest Yard. So, there you go. Any thoughts on mine? Nope, because they're all fucking how they should be fucking ranked. Not your stupid goddamn list. says Billy Madison at seven. Keep fucking going. Five to two. I'm pissed. Well, first, you shit on half of the movies that you talked about. No, I shit on click deeds and what, yeah, it's over half, yeah. I didn't shit on them, but they're just they're just passable movies. They're not great. Eight Crazy Nights and Longest Short to me are good. Okay, at five, I have Just Go With It. <laughs> Above Billy Madison. Yes. Like, are you fucking serious? I enjoy Just Go With It more. You're a fucking idiot. Number four, The Longest Yard. I can't wait till this thing fucking ends. I'm so over this fucking podcast. Number four, The Longest Yard. Number just hurry up. Your list fucking blows. Number three, The Water Boy. Okay, that's okay. Number two, Happy Gilmore. I fucking hate you so much. Okay, five for me. Number one's not happy. Gilmore. Five fifty first dates. Solid. This is where this is where you get into your A's. These are your four A's. Your top four should be this, and you can mix it up whichever fucking way you want. But this should be your top four. Number four, Big Daddy. Number three, Billy Madison. Number two, The Water Boy. And then I'll get to my number one later. But these four that I'm about to name. Big Daddy, Billy Madison, The Water Boy, and one that you already named should be your top four. Fucking whatever way you want to fucking make it. It shouldn't be. What's your number one? Big Daddy. Okay, Big Daddy's phenomenal. Number one's Water. Or for me, it's Happy Gilmore. When you can the to the best four movies that he's ever made. 
in whatever order you want, is Big Daddy, Billy Madison, The Waterboy, and Happy Gilmore. Nowhere on that list is uh, Just Go With It should be above Billy Madison. You're a fucking idiot. I wanted to make it an hour, but I don't know if I can make 20 minutes out of how stupid, how, how fucking dumb it is that you fucking have... <laughs> fucking just go with it the wedding singer and even a movie that I like which is the longest short above Billy Madison it's fucking stupid it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard it's just my opinion man but it's not right but it's not right it's you, you ask 99 you people you ask 99 people they agree with me you're the one person who's a fucking idiot who disagrees it's frustrating first off Adam Sandler's a frustrating person to talk about in general because he's so fucking talented but he's makes the worst movies ever now 2.9 rating Billy Madison. But on on fucking on what? Okay, what's Happy Gilmore? They're all gonna be in the threes, dude. Damn. Yeah, you fucking idiot. It's an no aggregate love. score. No love. It's an aggregate score. They're all gonna be in the middle. You know what I mean? They're not gonna be. You know, the only ones that get big reviews are like Roma or whatever, and then fucking the Avengers movies. That was fu- that's so fucking annoying. I just knew that you wouldn't be that so goddamn dumb. I knew that our top four would be the same. It's just not right. It's just not right, dude. Maybe I sh- we shouldn't have done this. Just topic. go with it. Rotten Tomato score. I don't care. Does it matter? You looked up the fucking aggregate Which score. One? Oh, the one that sucks. How about that one? Eighteen <laughs> percent. That's less than fucking twenty. Um, uh, Siri, could I please get the happy? What was it? No, Billy Madison. Siri, could I please get? Billy Madison's Rotten Tomatoes score, please. Rotten Tomatoes gives Billy Madison a 45% rating. Not great, but it's a comedy, and comedies get panned. But 18 to 45? 18 to 45? Are you crazy, dude? I don't know, man. That's, that just pissed me off. And I think you pissed off everybody. Who all listens that's in your family? Name them. My mother? Pissed. My father? Pissed. I would be embarrassed to call you my child after saying something stupid like that. I'm embarrassed to call you my co-host and my, my friend. Friends. Yeah, I'm afraid to call you my nah. co-host and my friend. She has no idea. She has no. She thinks Billy Madison was like the fifth president. <laughs> <laughs> she gets Billy and James mixed up constantly. Who's Happy Gilmore? Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Isn't that a? Uh, isn't that the guy who started McDonald's? What? Yeah, like Happy Happy Meals. I didn't like that one. J- what what president was James Madison? Like what number, Siri? Like- Here's some information. Oh, fourth. Damn it, I was wrong. I'm pretty good at history. She thinks that Billy Madison's the fourth president of the Who's United the States. Who's the 33rd president of the U.S.? 33rd? Oh, God damn it. If Trump's... Who is the 33rd president of the United States? I'm going to go... Cover mayors up. Cover mayors up. <laughs> Would you know? Y- y- yes. You would know who the 33rd is, no, or you would just know who the person is? I would is. know because... Is it Harry Truman? Yes. Boom! Suck me off. All right, and with that... I'm pretty good with history. I was just decent at history. I Tell the listeners, I cut my ears. I could not hear that. He couldn't hear. He cut his ears. Cut them? He cut them, like Vincent Van Gogh. Uh, well, he only cut one. And, uh, you know, I'd rather cut my eyeballs out. And cut, I'd rather cut an ear off again than rather you tell me your Adam Sandler list again. That's for sure. I really want to know who the Black Hood is. Why would you say that? Because everyone knows who the Black Hood is. Let me tell you. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Ruined the whole season. 
You don't find out until the end? Yeah, dude. Oh, bro. That's still got like yeah. 14 episodes. Yeah, dude. Well, you find out like, I, mean, I think it's like the episode before the last one. Okay, you kind of looked like Theo Vaughn right there. Yeah. 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 Did you see him do uh, spicy ones? Who cares? That was funny. No, they don't care though. It's hilarious. I love Theo Vaughn. You don't tell me anything about fucking Theo Vaughn because I'm the first person who told you about Theo Vaughn. That's the problem with you. You're fucking Johnny come lately. You come into this stupid shit. I tried to show you Theo Vaughn for years. The last two and a half years, I've tried to show you Theo Vaughn. You fucking poo poo it. You're like, oh, it's okay, whatever. Then for the last year, I've tried to give you Riverdale. You find a girl who fucking touches your pickle a little bit. She watches Riverdale. Now you're a big fucking fan. I fucking, you're Johnny come lately, dude. I fucking try to show you so much shit. And by the moment that it's fucking convenient for you, you come around on it. I don't fucking care. The Black Hood is. Could have told you, but I didn't. Fuck you. That's Drake Frimsdorf. Fucking Drake Johnny come lately. That's fuck you are. At least I get around to it. And no. when you showed me Theo Vaughn, I didn't say, oh, he's okay. Yeah, you did. I followed him on Insta. I tried to show, but, but like, but the problem is, is you're like, eh, whatever, to my face, and then like behind your back, you're like, oh, dude, have you seen Theo Vaughn? That's who you are. You fucking, you tell me, that's eh, all right. And then you go show all your little fucking buddies, fucking bitch boys Theo Vaughn and they're like oh Drake show me this and I'm like oh I wonder who fucking showed him that at least Theo if you're listening at least we're spreading your no content. I'm way more of a Theo fan than you are okay. he's from he's from Louisiana Covington Louisiana okay I know where that is you don't know where that is um, I'm from Louisiana I, I support everyone from Louisiana like everyone like I would still like if they were like hey Jamarcus Russell's coming back I'd be like sweet he deserves it <laughs> I support everyone that's uh from the state of Louisiana, unless you're like a rapist, whatever. Let's be realistic here. A normal fucking human being, I support you from Louisiana. Because it's tough down there, you know. I got out, but some people can't. It's a little humid. You might get caught up in a fucking uh, hurricane. So, shouts out. Uh, salute to all my coon asses out there in Louisiana. How do you feel about the NFL uh, changing their rules? You know what? Uh, no one cares. This isn't a sports podcast. So, to recap everything, Angelina Jolie in the MCU, yay or nay? Yay. You think it's a Yay. Yay. I quite, you know, I gotta know more. I give it a meh. I give it an emoji movie meh. Because the last time we saw Angelina Jolie, because I looked this up before this, Allied. before the news happened. Allied, right? What's her last movie? No, that was Marion Cotillard from Inception with Brad Pitt, not Angelina Jolie. They no. did a movie called By Angelina the Jolie's definitely an ally. No, she's not. I will bet my she's, right foot on. I worked at Family went, Video when it came out. I went and saw that movie on Thanksgiving. I worked at filming video when it came out on disc. Everybody be prepared for Justin Day to look I mean, I could up. be wrong, but like, I was almost wrong. positive that Angelina Jolie was in Allied. If not, but what I was going to say was, we haven't seen her in a lead well, role. She's not. We haven't seen her in a lead role in a, in a feature film since The Tourist in 2010. So, yes, I would like to see if her first big role coming back is going to be in an MCU movie, by all means, bring it on. What's your favorite Angelina Jolie movie? Top of your head top of my head and I'm gonna get uh, pooped on for this Mr. And Mrs. Smith Jesus Christ you've had some of the worst takes ever lately uh, mine's probably salt I don't like that one well, why not I don't know it took too many uh, dips and divots for me you know She's a she's a really good action star, so she could she could pull off the action in an MCU movie. I just need to know what she plays. If she's the lead character, what are we doing here? She's got to be the villain. She's got to be some sort of villain. And I want to see some CGI. Uh, I want to see her face. Wanted uh, is good. Wanted is pretty good. Gone in sixty seconds, but she's not really the lead character in that. So like, when yeah, she's she's literally like in that movie and then she's gone. Yeah, in sixty in sixty seconds. seconds. Yeah, oh, you're fucking hilarious. It's almost as funny as your goddamn Adam Sandler list. Uh, Chris Evans dies. Sure, whatever. Uh, who cares? I'm ready for the movie. Give me to the fucking movie. The end of Captain Marvel. I was like, give me to the movie. Just give me to the movie. 
Uh, Shazam has two post-credit scenes, just letting you know. Stay for that. Are we going to see that together? I'd like to. Actually, I think Zachary Levi... You have to leave your phone in the car. But go together. The phone has to stay in the car. Or you turn it off. Or you give it to me. All right. It's got to be the move. I have to. The, I, I, I'm just, it's like a puppy. Can I put it at customer service desk? It's like a puppy. I'm trying to train you. You're just fucking running around shitting on the fucking carpet. You're peeing everywhere. I'm trying to train you. I'm going to leave it at the service desk. (laughs) The service desk? Is this Walmart? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Jake Fremsdorf, the movie has ended. You can please come to the customer service desk and pick up your cell phone, please. Thank you. That'd be legit. (laughs) Yeah. I think I just made a job for the movie theater. Trust in day, you have a massive penis and the movie's over. I think for me, personally, I think... What they should do is, I think this at comedy shows, I'm a big, I love going to see live comedy. I think at all comedy shows, I think at all um, movie venues, they invented this, right? Like if you go to see, I think it's Chris Rock who started this, or Kevin Hart, one of the black comedians, and I was like, that's phenomenal. And no, I, don't, I mean, like it was one of the black comedians who were, who were killing it. And they were tired of people like recording them or like being on their phone during their set. And they were like, okay. So there's like these things where um, they give you a ticket, like you would, like you give your coat to someone and they give you okay you're L7 and when the show's over you go back and I'm L7 and they give you your phone it's in like a little case with a number on it and a letter and that should be standard for any movie theater they should do a fucking metal detector or whatever it is to detect if you have a phone and if you don't want to give your phone up they'll refund you the money but you can't have your phone during the movie and I don't and and the only way and and if there's like an emergency situation your phone doesn't stop ringing or whatever they can be like hey there's something going on here you gotta (laughs) you know something's going on yeah, they stopped the movie. Uh, L seven. Uh, your phone will not fucking stop ringing. Uh, I think your dog is having a seizure. And then you know you go you know, give your dog a little CBD oil and you go back and watch the movie. So okay, glad to be back. Today is currently Wednesday, right? There are a lot of so we'll try to get one in at the end of this week and then uh, try to go back to two a week. There's a lot of talk about genitalia on this episode and I just want to let my family and friends know and not Tommy that Lee offended not Tommy, not Lee, Tommy Jones, Lee Jones Tommy Lee Tommy Lee yes drove it drove a car okay with a KKK, KKK, what KKK, dude chill you're talking about racial slurs now KKK we talking about black Klansman yeah go watch Lil Bobby and the Juice speaking of oh. speaking of and the Juice speaking of the Klan Episode three of Lil Bobby and the Juice. If you haven't seen Lil Bobby and the Juice, this is a free plug for Tob Dangino. Lil Bobby and the Juice is the best thing on the internet. Go watch it. Um, this has been episode 17 of the Culture Club Podcast. You got number 17 for me? You got I'm going to throw it right back to the beginning of the episode. Ryan Tannehill, the new Titans backup quarterback, the best backup quarterback in the league. Uh, actually, it's our quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. Shut your ass up. It's Ryan Tannehill. Uh, we just want to let everybody know you follow us on Twitter at Culture Cult pod and uh by the way i went out for the i do think teddy bridgewater is better than Trent. i oh. think i think tan hill is better than Trent. i went out for the first time in a couple weeks oh, did jackie robinson wore 17 you dumb fuck who a fucking movie about it jackie robinson he wore 42 but he wore it with the monarchs i believe i think he wore it with the Kansas city monarchs i'm almost positive okay i was i went out uh, this past weekend first time a little bit and i had a conversation with my bullshit friend. you go out all the fucking time you fucking degenerate really do you want to have my location so you can see when i go whenever i go and how long i stay it's probably because your girlfriend's a cripple currently but that's not your mama okay anyways my cousin came up to me at the bar had a full conversation with me 
about our... You wanted to tell me this, and I really didn't care. <laughs> because he had a conversation about our Batman rankings, right? Your cousin? Yeah. Okay, come back, man. What are you doing? I'm leaving. I just, I don't know. I don't know your cousin. I don't know. You know what's what are, I mean, The fact that your family listens to this is adorable, but what did he have to say? You said Ben Affleck was the best. Numero uno. This is why I don't care about your cousin and his opinions. You hear that, Devin? Doesn't care. I do. Stop listening all you want. That's a dumb thing to say. It's almost as dumb as saying, just go with this better than a fucking Billy just, Madison. Hey, it's a personal mother trucking opinion. Yeah, these frame stores are fucking stupid. All right, this has been episode seven. my whole family. Yep. Yeah, it sure did, dude. Only, only the ones who like Ben Affleck better than... All the other Batmans, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know, maybe the guy called, uh, um, um, he, he got fucking nominated for Vice, he's fucking the best, you say his name. Christian Bale. Yeah, he's been half better than fucking Christian Bale. So Devin, right, yeah, Devin, Devin, you're dumb, that's a dumb opinion, I'm not saying you're a dumb person, but I'm saying that opinion is dumb, the same way that Drake's opinion is super dumb when he says Billy Madison is not as good as just go with it. That's just plain dumb. And you guys are better than that. I don't know Devin, but I guarantee he's better than that. Okay? Because when you say something like, you know, Ben Affleck's Batman's better than Christian Bale, it makes me think that, I don't know, maybe you might uh, uh, sniff glue. Or like, or like maybe if I were to come over to your house, you, you might be chewing off your toenails. I just, I don't know. It seems yeah, fucking dumb. It seems stupid. And, and the same with you. You think just go with it's better than Billy Madison? That, you know, it's a dumb thing to say, and I, I thought you were better than that, but we're going to have to reassess this whole podcast and our whole friendship because it's a dumb fucking thing to say. Maybe I need to rewatch it. Yeah, or don't rewatch, just go with it. Just rewatch Billy Madison. No, going to rewatch, just go with it. Yeah, whatever. So this has been episode 17 of the Culture Cult Podcast. Drake, close us out. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Um... I'm not going to save you. Close us out. All right. I was looking at you to save me. Guys, this has been episode 17 of the Culture Cult podcast, which we've already mentioned. Said, yep. You got a 17 besides Jackie Robinson? And I'm not even sure 42. if you wore that with the Kansas City Monarchs. I could be wrong. But you I need, think you, you need did, to though. fact check yourself. But I'll give you another one. Uh, Billy Madison. This has been the Culture Cult podcast for Drake Frimsdorf, the dumbass who thinks Billy Justin Madison isn't a- as good as just go with it. I am... Justin Day, the smart one who actually knows how to rank Adam Sandler movies. Justin is selfish. And we will be back this sometime. Justin, we'll be back. We'll be back. Justin is selfish. Right. And we are Justin is selfish.